0: Wake up in the morning after the weekend To get an update on the N.I.L. My legal counsel Wake up in the morning after the weekend To get an update on the N.I.L. My Legal Accounts Hits of the Week and Scandals on Monday A story from Jack about a urinal My Legal Accounts
1: All Hello
0: Am I coming through okay?
1: Yeah, not bad. Me?
0: Hang on, I might fuck. This might sign me out here. Fuck. What do you mean, mobile oh, no, that's based? Okay. No, it's, all right. it's all right. No, no, no. I'm just on my computer, but it's just restarted. You still there?
1: Yeah. Yeah, sweet. Good. Um, <clears throat> just throw in your agendas, your agenda topics when you um, when you when you feel like it. Okay. Should we get into do it? Yeah. I'll start from the top. Ten seconds. Welcome back to Legal Counsel, coming at you live Monday the 12th of August, um, off another huge, huge weekend of footy, um, midwinter here in Sydney a bit of chill in the air but um, going by yesterday afternoon, September is very close to being with us. As always, coming at us live from Melbourne Victoria, ex-Hong Kong board member, and one test thunderette. Jack Muir, how's it going, mate?
0: Yeah, good, thanks, uh, mate. Good to hear your voice again. No, not a thunderette. I wasn't a cheer girl. Um, although I've done my... I've done a fair bit of um, uh, cheering on the sidelines myself. So Wollongong tickets for the test match got released yesterday. So I think that'll be a... Um, uh, an LC get together uh, down in
1: Wollongong. Have you ever been down there? I've been to Wollongong and I have. Oh, excuse that technical difficulty. I've been out of Wollongong. I didn't go last year. I actually um, had to pull out on the day and miss a famous Warriors over Dragons victory. I've seen the stadium, but I am very much in and looking forward to seeing the Test match, which is the week after the Nines. Isn't I all right?
0: Yeah, nah, I'm not going the fucking
1: nines. Fuck. Like, I'm not I'll even watch watching you But I mean, just I just don't. I'm not a big nines man. Nah, fuck that nines. I used to like the um, preseason season nines. Um, there's a little bit yeah, of that. Yeah, just for
0: a laugh. But can you name all three
1: winners? Yes. Yes, Go. I can. Souths. Who won the first? Yep. Souths. Yep. Second was Sharks. No. no, second was Cowboys, third was Sharks. No, no Eels, was not Eels, shark. Eels, 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 Correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the bunnies bet the Sharks in the final, did they? And the Cowboys bet who in the final? I'm
0: not sure. Warriors always we made the semis the first year, I think. Um cool. but one what actually quite a good trivia question is who is the reigning Nines world champion? The Warriors. No nines yeah. world champion. The Kiwis. Yeah. 1997, we won the Super League Nines in Suva, beating Australia in the final.
1: Who was in that Australian team?
0: Uh, well, well, decent Super League players.
1: Well, mate, it's nice.
0: Well, what, are you, what, are you saying we can't beat them?
1: Oh, I just got the feeling that, you know, both Adamson brothers, um,
0: Lenny still, Beckett.
1: we We had to a row party. Yeah, I reckon it's one of the, if not the worst collection of Australian representative rugby league Lenny players. Robbie Beckett was not in there. Robbie Beckett? No, not fuck Australia at any level. No, but the not, you can't say that representing Australia during Super and League and the 9s was... is representative.
0: Uh, mate, I honestly wonder about you.
1: <clears throat> I tell you what you don't have to wonder. We basically... On the 7th of August, we received... And this is what I'm going to lead the show off with. I hope you're okay with this. Yes,
0: no. And I'm just going to pull the squad up when you get the, when I can.
1: Okay. Well, can yes, I start? Well, fuck you, right, Robbie Beckett. Fuck you. For no, way. no way. No yeah,
0: way. Robbie Beckett starting number one. <laughs> Jason Croker, Laurie Daly, E.T., Ferner, Simon Gillies, Paul Green, Michael Hancock, Jason Hetherington, Glenn Lazarus, Fuck. Brett Mullins, Steve Renouf, Wendell Saylor, Ricky Stewart, Kevin Walden. So
1: Fucking legendary. Yeah, but I mean, Robbie Beckett, where the fuck did he go? Okay. I, Check this I just we pulled that out. out. Like, that yes. Robbie Beckett was just me Sorry. throwing a name that out
0: there. That was here. 96 tournament. Was it? 96 tournament fuck, I know my league. 97, which is what we're actually talking about. That And that was the one we won. Had a fucking lot better team. So I didn't have, had Brett Hetherington. What the fuck? Anyway, it's still a decent team when you put the best nine on, but interesting enough... Who did enough, Brett Hetherington play for? Uh, Brett Hetherington played for the ball... No, Brett Hetherington played for... Brett... Hethering...
1: Oh, fuck. Hang Time. on, hold on, on. Again, you are just showing your listeners Amber. your lack of leg knowledge. The Raiders. Amber, had Amber. a piss fringe too. A genuine piss fringe.
0: Not related to James. uh, uh Jason. Sorry, Jason.
1: Uh, distance. You should, there's a lot of Hetheringtons in rugby league, isn't there?
0: Yeah. Look, I'll take you in 1996, Robbie Beckett, and raise you New Zealand's um, Mark Carter.
1: Wow. Well, you can't raise what? it to me. You're reading off a fucking article.
0: You'd no, no. Of, I'm just saying, if, if you take, Robbie Beckett was a better league player than fucking uh, um, Mark Carter. And in the 1997 year, it was a big name. To, we had Grant Young. Oh, no, Grant Young withdrew due to injuries. Who? <laughs> Grant Young. Grant Young, South Queens and Crushers. And then he came over to Warriors. Big red head with a red beard. I don't actually know if I know him. Hang on. Grant Young, Google him. You will remember him when you see his face. Shit. Real, real bogan New Zealand League player. Played 33 games for the Crushers and 9 for the Warriors. I can't believe you. Wow. When you see his face, you'll know.
1: Okay. Okay. Brilliant. Um. Did you like um, during the week when someone was talking about the 1992 Illawarra Steelers and I rattled off the starting lineup all by one player?
0: That's yes, it was a right very good in my That's my sh- wheelhouse. It's your sweet spot and your mastermind yeah, subject.
1: It is. Okay, <clears throat> on the 7th of August, five days ago, would you say it's the greatest ever um, correspondence, email, fan mail, whatever you want to call it, that the show's ever received?
0: Wow, it was incredible, but he must know you because you're always on about this fucking um, in and out in in and out defense.
1: Well, we have we have conversed about it. Now, George Dingle, big fan of the show, um, brother Scott lives just behind me. And I understand George actually grew up playing rara and then made the um, switch over to league. Um through his love of the game, so he's played both sports. Wow. Now, we have been a huge. You know, there's a lot of listeners that just constantly email the show and talk about up and out defence and or slide defence, as it's commonly um, called in in the devil's game. Yeah, and you know, having grown up playing contact sport, I you know, slide defence is all I even knew. And I understand until about twelve or thirteen years ago, in top grade NRL, they used to do slide defence as well before they changed it. Do you know, before I go into the special investigation, why, can you remember, because we have had this discussion before, why the NRL play up and in defence. Can you give me an understanding? I've told you this. And then for the listener's benefit too.
0: Because the kick needs to be defended. Therefore, you need your winger standing back on the corner to defend the kick Therefore, your spacing ends up going like quite evenly spaced out to the sideline. So if you tried the rah-rah slide defence, your winger would be too far in.
1: I don't think that's it. That is not an, that is not an explanation that, A, makes sense to me, and B, I, I don't actually think that you're thinking enough about it in terms of union. It's the same, because the winger in contact sport... Drops back twenty five meters sometimes, or twenty meters. No, but
0: they're not as athletic, so they can't oh, okay, get up. You're and not catch giving that... me
1: again. You're not giving me a logical argument why they do up in a different. I thought you knew. Uh, Just admit to the listeners that you don't know why, and, and we'll move forward. Well, all I know is I sometimes
0: played. I played two games of centre mm-hmm. um, at West Mitchie for the second grades when they needed some numbers, and I thought I was Mark Gesnier, <laughs> and like these. Fat forty-eight-year-olds ran around me at centre because they just—it's just such a hard position to play. Mm-hmm. If you if you're used to defending in the middle,
1: well, okay. So you haven't, and I know Ryan Crib, big fan of the show. He actually gave me a breakdown once um, on on the up and in defence from a purist league um, player fan, whatever you want to call it. The guy was, from all respects, um, wonderful player in his day before he did his knee. Um, He explained it to me, but I was probably too drunk to remember. But I'm going to go back to this investigation, because we're probably losing people at the moment. So, George has done a full investigation into up and in defence. Now, he watched every try scored in the NRL, and I think he's between jobs at the moment, through rounds 18, 19 and 20. And the results are damning, and in many ways even worse than I expected. Here are the key findings. 1. Of the 167 tries conceded during this period, 54 were preventable by slide defence, or more to the point, were caused by up and in defence. That is, one third of all tries in the last three rounds could have been prevented if the defence employed a sliding pattern, and in many cases, if the defence just did not employ up and in. That proportion gets close to 100% when looking at tries scored, scored down the edge. 54 slide-preventable tries over rounds 18 to 20 equates to 2.25 tries per match, or 2.5 tries a match, if you remove some anomalies explained in note point three. This convinces me that rugby league sides should ditch up and in and look to employ slide defence. When you are talking about 2 to 3 tries a match, it's the difference between winning and losing matches, as we saw from the Roosters last year, completions. See notes 12. Now, he is yet to see any arguments that stack up against this theory. He's got a huge amount of work that he's done here, and there is th- one, two, 17 points, which we'll publish. Um, because I want to see, I want to get some insight from the listeners. We want to get some from the listeners. You've read this. You yep. you can't explain to me, actually, as you just demonstrated there, why up and in defense. What do you think these great minds in our game, yeah, well, Wayne why? Bennett, don't... Mate,
0: come on. It's about spacing, and it's about the 10 metres we have
1: to give the um, defensive line. But up and you, you, Okay, slide defence. Now, and um, I know there's going to be a reason. There has to be a reason. Exactly. So the winger could just stand out... of the, the attacking winger stands the side on the line, wing... Show him the sideline, Jack. What? Show, you know, you always got talk growing up. Show your winger the sideline. If you play up and out defense, players are going to go around you. You know, still there's going to be defensive lapses and missed tackles, and people are going to get people on the outside. There's no doubt about that. But how many times? So oh, hang
0: on, the Penrith Panthers are attacking the Warriors on the fourth tackle, playing the ball. Regan Campbell-Gillard's playing the ball on the fourth tackle in the middle of the field. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, young uh, Egan starts going the going to the left. Passes to Nathan Cleary. The Warriors are all just jammed in, like leaving fifteen meters between Momalo on the right wing. Sorry, he doesn't play right wing. Uh, ben uh, Pompe- Adam Pompey and the sideline.
1: It just doesn't. But I think there is always like like any anything in, in rugby league. If, you know, if you make a play that actually brings two defenders in and then offload. You know, no matter if you're playing up and in or um, slide, you're going to be able to beat the defence with a piece of brilliance, which I think, you know, it doesn't matter what you play. But I just think that the slide defence does, if you commit to slide defence, it does stop the howlers of the winger coming in off his man. Now, I, I even saw one on the weekend. I can't remember what it was, but a winger just came in regardless to commit to that tackle when if he had a status so i think it's just they are told no matter what under any circumstances even if they feel like they can make a play by hanging on their man they have to come in and well but i think that's what i think we're the real hellers are happening in our game well do
0: you say that maybe the coaches are thinking they'd rather have people score out wide than go score through the centers and improve the kick position
1: maybe and that's, that's potentially but what i love about sports and I don't think it happens much in rugby league, or probably such nuances. League, you know, coaching genius has probably done the, the very finer points of the game. I'd just love to see a team like the Titans, right? Just zag when everyone else is zigging. Just do something different.
0: Come in and I'm go right? lose,
1: base. This year, at preseason training, guys... We're going to unlearn everything that you know about defence and we're going to start playing up and out defence. Oh, to be like fair, the they, to do. they
0: haven't learned anything about defence,
1: so... So it's a, it's a blank canvas. Go the Gold Coast canvases are going to learn about defence in pre-season training and I just can't see... I just I, I want to be proven wrong because my gut, my gut is agreeing with um, the multiple information points here. Um, actually, point 13... I asked Paul Kent on his Fox Sports blog a couple of months ago about why sides use up and in and not slide. He answered that slides use up and in in some parts of the field and slide in the other. That doesn't explain why you don't, wouldn't use slide at the time as it's most important to ensure attackers aren't left open. When you're defending your line and trying to stop tries, which is clear from the data that they do not. Gee whiz. Boom. Wow.
0: Got Kent involved.
1: Ask Kent, he's involved. Brad Parker's name, there's, there's individual um, examples and everything, so congrats to George, um, you've won yourself a Legal counsel t-shirt, which I will bring to, um, there's a birthday party they'll probably be seeing you out in the weekend, so...
0: Me, um, me, see, this is legal. what
1: happens if you can start engaging with us. Yeah, there's, there's plenty of merch out there. Um we are so close to September. We witnessed we witnessed two semi-finals yesterday afternoon, didn't we? I mean, right. I had people texting Sunday,
0: me Best Sunday football I've seen since maybe ninety four Sydney Football Stadium. Oh. The sun coming across Oof. when you had like Canberra Bulldogs, Illawarra Western Suburbs going toe to toe. How good was it?
1: It is. I had people just coming out of the woodwork texting me and going, "What really? about this? What about the footy on Sunday?" Just because they wanted to talk about it. I mean, we had one plays four and two played three.
0: That's just... phenomenal marketing by Greenberg, but nobody will give him credit for it.
1: (laughs) Um, I want to start, as I like to do with you, I like to start back on Thursday. It's hard to believe all those, you know, it's it's a long time to cast your mind back to a bludger of a game, Cowboys-Broncos. Broncos are in eighth spot. They're not a a finals-worthy team, are they? But no one who finishes in that eighth spot is going to be a finals-worthy team. I think that's the point we've been making also. Maybe even the seventh team's no good either. Um, Anything you want to take out of that game?
0: Um, I think I said it earlier in the week, but Cowboys-Broncos games used to be the game that, no matter what on, you'd look at your calendar and make sure you didn't have some fucking gay or shitty work function Mm. and make sure you're in front of that TV to watch it. Like, there was probably over the last six years... Every game was basically a barnstormer. Mm. Thursday night was an absolute... Sh- oh. Just disgusting. So, and what does that say? It actually says a lot about where Queensland League is at the moment.
1: Yeah, again, you just... Oof. We'll get to the Titans, but... Jake Turpin, I mean, he, he's... He's a he's footballer. Okay. He's a footballer.
0: Yeah, yeah, He's a okay. game, but just, I was actually... I wanted Cowboys to win that. I don't think... You know, no one deserved to win it, really, but...
1: You know, did you did you see a post on social media that some guy took a photo and said that his mate had just been on a dinger bender for seventy two yeah. hours and is um and he gave got himself a, a Jake Turpin haircut? Quote: He's a big um big
0: trots man actually, like Mark War loves it, loves it, and um, that's one of the reasons why he didn't sign with the Warriors and took less money. I reckon. Oh. So.
1: Gee whiz, um, can't sign anyone. Would you say that that was in terms of twenty years of supporting the Warriors and you added up all of the games and you gave them a scale out of one to ten just your gut feel if the Warriors are gonna win or not. Ten being absolutely one being no chance. Friday was a one. Really? Against Manly, a rampant Manly side with a shitty dark crowd. We win. Oh we just don't think Manly Pardon me? Did you watch it at the pub? I watched it at home and round at my sister's place. Yeah, I was pub based
0: with Marty Gesterkamp, great fan of the show. Big who, fan. in fact, poor bloke. We always try and get down there for the pub game occasionally. Last time we went down to watch that, the Limerick Arms with him, um, he ended up his beloved seagulls lost to the Titans last year Oof. at rookie, and then this year we told them up. But the other great talking point from that game was,
1: have you seen a more innocuous injury than Brad Parker? I actually like, missed it. Fuck. I heard it on the radio. I think I was in between... Um, I think I was driving around to my sister's place, so I actually missed it. What did he do?
0: He basically did a tap and injured himself in, like, season ending.
1: <laughs> oh, you can't and laugh
0: then, at an and injury. I actually thought, fuck, that's incredible. And then on Twitter, they showed one from, like, two years ago. He was... Another like innocuous thing, like fuck. It's like he's such a finely tuned athlete that he's just like amazing at like doing rugby league, like dives and shit, but can't tap the ball.
1: Um. Now, how f- how long how much longer is it going to take you to come around to Chanel Number Six? Is that the best nickname and in I'm, the NRL right now? I have, come, and that's been an old nickname. But I've been around, I've been around to him for a while. Well, hang on a minute. On the show three, Cody three weeks ago, I said Chanel's got to play six, and Cody's got to come off the bench, or he can start at hooker maybe, and you rubbish, you ravaged me. Uh,
0: look, I still think he's the better option in a finals environment at this no. stage in his career. No. But Chanel playing for not, and look, Jeff Tooby knew. He did. Chanel? I'm, 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 yeah. Chanel. And is... what about the photo you posted of him walking out of his car to the game?
1: Oof. That here, eh? he, he is Fuck, I didn't I did not think when I first saw Chanel play. I thought he'd be one of those guys like Jordan Mead. You know, that yep. plays a little bit of under twenties and never makes no first. Much grade. Time and fuck. I think he's actually really good. Who? Chanel. I yeah, think he, he actually is, could man. be a star in our game.
0: Yeah, I mean yeah. i hope he is. I mean we just need that and <sighs> We had that. We let Sean Johnson go, and I mean, fuck, he's not going that Well, is he? Uh,
1: but I think the last the three weeks game.
0: he's been pretty good. Ronaldo vs Penrith.
1: Why did they lose that game?
0: I don't know. They just—they're just, they're not going to make the eight, are
1: they? They are. Mate, they can't. They are, brother. They, they'll be in the eight. Um, they'll be in oh. the eight at the end of next week. Is that good? They just got the cattle. You know what, they actually said to themselves, fuck you guys, we don't even need to go out here and Penrith and win. We can we can win the next four. And they will. They'll finish on 28 points. And they will make the finals.
0: Any other, I didn't really see that game, I think. I was tanked. But, um,
1: Nathan Cleary had the game of his life.
0: Okay. And a good,
1: another good friend of the show, James Watson, big Panthers fan. Um, and I think uh, Brett Grugan as well, another huge Panthers fan. They both were saying that Maloney and Cleary play really well without each other. So if Maloney's the only half, they, he needs someone else who's a little bit more innocuous and he runs the game. And Cleary, the same. When he plays with a maybe a little um, lesser-known half, then he actually like, dominates the play. Uh,
0: Sam Williams? Yeah. Maybe he'd be a good boy for them. Or, you know, who was the most innocuous half going around? Matt Head, when he's retired?
1: Uh, I think find Jack
0: Cogger, probably. Yeah, but, fuck, he's actually... Oh God, I don't like turning the bottles up, but He's going all right. He's doing a job for you. Lachlan Lewis? Yeah, cake. Jake what Clifford. Oh, did, Jake Clifford had a haircut.
1: That was good to see. Yeah. Hey, what about... Um, did you see that linky number six for the Panthers? Made his debut. What's his name? Well, basically, look up Josh Dugan, 2008. He's Hegear Dugan um, for the Panthers. And he's tall, lean, running around. Did you not see oh. him?
0: No, as I said, I was tanked after the pub game just His celebrating His name is Warren's Matt work. Burton.
1: Wow. I've really Teddy enjoyed Burton. what I saw. Thank me. I haven't even heard of him. That's odd for me. And then they also, Stephen Crichton, had a debut. Um, pretty sure Christian Crichton's brother. But fuck me, he looked like an athlete too. Jeez, all right, like where are they getting these boys. Out at the foot of the mountains. Um, cool. They are probably going to make the 8-2. T- I think... Oh, man, how do you feel if you're Paul Mawarovsky?
0: Yeah, tough, but he's not a goal kicker, isn't he? On, on, on 250k a year, you and shouldn't be goal kicking
1: Fuck, anyone <clears throat> that is in first grade and that is steps up to the kicking tee has to make that shot. Well, I just, why didn't Isan take it? Well, he's clearly not kicking for a reason. Yeah,
0: I just think that you yeah, Momoro- should be Momorowski giving the goal kicking to the guys, ball. top three, paid on the roster. Because it's such an important thing that <clears throat> they need to be fully rewarded. It's like giving the
1: CEO the job of they're not paying them well. Momorovsky was kicking from ball one. Now, I think that the only reason why Momorowski was, uh, sorry, his masters was kicking, because Momorowski wasn't in the first grade team. So that was his second or third game of the year, and he's clearly the best kicker in the club. Otherwise, I can't explain why he's kicking ahead of the normal kicker, Isa Masters. Who's a horrible kicker? Uh, Isa's not that bad, but, I mean, at the end of the day... Yeah, he's the worst kicker in the NRL, Isar Masters.
0: At the end of the day, we are looking at a hell of a fucking drought for these Tigers, aren't we? It's just getting almost laughable.
1: Two thousand and eleven.
0: Jeez, that must feel bad for them. Just a really...
1: I mean you've got a you've club. got a couple of Tigers supporters in your life, don't you? I've got a couple No I
0: of. do. I do. Uh but I mean it's just we thought we had a drought and, and the ironic thing was we knocked them out in two thousand eleven. So and I just can't I can't like Madge <clears throat> I don't yeah. even think Madge Hughes. I think you can see he's a good coach from what he's getting out of this team. I don't know if he he needs a he needs a David Fafida.
1: There's there's some It teams? would be a
0: great buy for them, I reckon. He's yeah. exactly
1: what they miss. There's some teams out there that just haven't signed anyone for next year, and there's no real reason for optimism. Now, I'm going to give you a few clubs here, okay? Warriors. Warriors, Dogs, Tigers. Titans. How are they getting better? Now, I think the Warriors Uh at all of those, we're biased, yes. We actually... We we not far away from having a few other wins, which could be different to the conversation, a few injuries, etc. But we're not signing anyone. There's no one coming next year. And who's on the market? Like who are the big names that are on the market right now?
0: David Fafida. Is he? A lot of players are going at him. Uh, Ponga.
1: But Ponga's not. Um, Ponga's signed for next year.
0: Is it the year yeah. after he's sort of talking about the big money?
1: Yeah. Speaking okay. of which. Did you watch the Eels-Knights game?
0: I did, and I quite enjoyed it.
1: Good game. Fucking surprised me. Lost a lot of money on the Knights. I just didn't think they could lose that many in a row. Um, they just... They stunk. They, do, they, they stunk. Brittle. They're actually brittle. And they had they had the game, and then the Eels just fucking got, got it back off them, wrestled it back off them. I witnessed something that I really... I tried to share a few times, but... I'd really like to talk about this with you. <clears throat> Near, pretty much the whole entire second half, the Eels, <clears throat> it was a bit of back and forth, ping pong, and the game was on a knife edge. The Eels kicked the ball down. Who Mitchell Moses has got a big boot, very big boot. Kicked the ball down Ponga's throat at least four or five times. Every time Ponga got the ball and they needed an attacking set, they couldn't get out of their own red zone and they were struggling to get out of their own half. Ponga deferred to Kenny Dow and who is playing on the wing, I'd have to double check. And he was basically passing it as soon as he got the ball and he wasn't running it back and kick returning it. I was just shocked by this. They needed spark. They needed something to really like turn the game. As I said, they couldn't get out of there. Kurt Mann was the other guy. So here's a guy asking $1.5 million a season. Position of fullback is probably, you know, one of the top three most important things is returning the ball with interest as well. You know, the guy at the other end, Clint Gutherson, was just sprinting back at the line, right? And he'd use Sivo from time to time, of course, or Takai Rangi. But Ponga didn't do it once. You know, I was thinking back to when Carmichael Hunt came into the game and completely changed the game in terms of the way that fullback was played. And then Minicello, and I say Darius Boyd, who are brilliant at it as well, is just absolutely kamikazing back into the line. It's a momentum changer. 20 to 25 metres, and then boom, the play's on, you've got momentum. Ponga, it, I was just blown away. Like, he's either injured, or he's been instructed, don't run, off-kick returns. But I was just staggered to see, did you pick anything up like that? Or, or why? why isn't he doing it? I mean, look at, Tedesco, Trobojevich, Sheck. They're yeah.
0: all doing it. I mean, look, I didn't I obviously had a bit of a, a personal issue on Saturday night, so I couldn't really focus on it, but I did see some photos um of him laughing and carrying oh. on with uh, some parameter players after the game. Like, for fuck's sake, this is one of my pet hates. Yep. I I think we've talked about it on the show. Why yep. not just Wait, you get in under the shed. So, I mean that you were talking about on-field type of performance, but at the end of the day, isn't that just reflected in what he was
1: doing uh, after the game? Right, hundred percent. I know what you're talking about. He was laughing with who was it? Actually, can't remember. But we gave Tarek Sims a massive fucking serve for him doing that to um, Ponga, actually when he gave him a high five after he um, made That's a kick. Right. After a fucking conversion. <laughs> that was disgraceful from Ponga, but I just think that, you know, with he, he's he's getting talked up. I mean, fuck! I read an article in the Daily Telegraph today that described him as the most exciting player since a Brad Fittler or um, Laurie Daly. It came out of Phil, <laughs> Phil Rothfield's mouth, so I didn't take it seriously. It's a it
0: long seriously. string to draw, bow to Whatever, what's his word?
1: There's 3 fullbacks that are better, more exciting players than him in the NRL right now.
0: Yeah, no. Yeah. That's, um, anyway. That night side. Is it, he, he want, no wonder he wants to stay in Newcastle. He's too comfortable.
1: Is that seven straight they've lost? Yep. Wow.
0: That's just, they were...
1: They were eight and a, five and and we ruined it.
0: Players. We it was the knights, uh, the warriors that sort of put them on their ass a bit, and then they went downhill from there.
1: <sighs> Bloody unbelievable, really. And um, it's sad
0: for the knights fans because they are. Rugby oh, they league.
1: deserve finals footy. The good people of Newcastle. We're going to know basically. We're going to know about the Tigers. So the Tigers set 10th spot. So that the good thing here is. The Broncos are on 21. Then you've got the Sharks on 20, the Tigers on 20, the Warriors on 19, and I guess the Knights have still got a chance. Very, 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 very fucking small chance on 18 points. But the Tigers, they could probably count themselves gone if they that lose to Manly. Manly on Friday night. And you cannot see Manly back at Brookvale... Um, Dropping that one, so unfortunately for the Tigers, you lose to the Bulldogs, and you may as well cut your, your season goodbye.
0: Yep, and then we <clears> want <throat> Penrith to beat the Bronx at, some, at lag
1: Um, yeah, and they so. do have yeah. a pretty good record up there, don't they, the Panthers?
0: Oh, most people teams do at Suncorp.
1: Everyone rises, don't they?
0: Yeah, they do. It's hard to be it's hard for me to be a home ground. Oh, make me. 5.30 on Saturday, that has got me ridden all over it, down at fucking... Storm Raiders. Haranika, lower right leg wow. middle stadium. Make me, I'm going. What a Any any Malcolm uh, listeners, I'll meet you at the... Uh, I
1: know, Holly Arbor at 3.30. I'm actually Three, off... what's night's Cowboys? I'm off to the SEG for my first game of league at the SEG ever. Two o'clock on a Sunday. Roosters, the table-topping Roosters hosting the... Um, pride of mount smart warriors
0: do we, do we want rain or sun we want a
1: dry track you want to try and beat them on their at their best really don't you? you know what and i will say <laughs> yeah. it i think
0: the raiders game might have done it done us a favor in terms of taking it out of them a bit and and obviously they won so maybe the 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 need to win for them won't be there
1: do you know what's a good game is the derby Four o'clock on a Sunday. Is it though?
0: I just don't like watching St. George. I mean, they oh. made hard work titans, and they're the worst team in the comp.
1: Yeah, Sharks Dragons. You have God, to win. Corey that Norman Sharks. was bad. Corey
0: Norman. He was really. I don't know if you watched that game. Yeah. He, did. Was, uh, Had he was really bad, and I'll tell you who was poor. Fucking Tyrone Peachy. I mean, he's just a fucking salary cap thief.
1: He was just a dollar ten to be a shit buy for the titans wasn't he
0: was he i just thought he'd nah. be good up there with the family sort of not in a nice little villa by the waterways and you know a young family i just what how hard would it i just don't understand like if i had a family and i was getting paid 500k a year and i was I again he's a little bit younger but i would live in the gold coast fuck
1: make me yeah <clears throat> pretty good Pretty good atmosphere. To, I mean, sorry, pretty good environment to play up there. What um, <clears throat> Did you um, hear Blake Green's comment? Uh, oh, and how...
0: Does that just uh, vindicate everything you say?
1: Kick us out of the comp, ref. Or something, something. Just did kick that us that out that of the comp. Is. There's plenty of Australian teams. You can come and replace us. That is... Apparently, Graham Annersley is... Uh, investigating that comment with the CEO of the Warriors.
0: What, like to maybe
1: punish, Blake? Don't know. I haven't bothered. Just to clickbait. Haven't. Jesus um, was some sin bidding across the weekend, though, wasn't there? There was, like, uh, three shockers. Yeah, there was some shockers. That and Bulldogs the other, got dudded, didn't they?
0: They did, but they won, so justice happened. Mm. Um, the other one was, obviously, controversial sort of rulings is the the stripping. Um, the stripping law. And I know you don't like it, but I don't mind it, as long as
1: the refs can police it properly. But, but for me, like, if you looked at that Raiders-Roosters game, and, you know, you've been a student of the game of rugby league for, for as many years as we have, it's just too much of a radical change in the game that we love. Now, <laughs> I don't mind it in isolation, but fucking ra- the fucking Raiders were stealing the ball every set. Not every set, you, come on. Do you know that um, Josh Hodgson's got 14 strips this year, leads the league
0: in strips? No, but I mean, thank God they're actually measuring it. I mean, the other thing I'd like to say is that doesn't the fucking, like, what it will stop is fucking lazy carries, or what? Are the, what's the, loose carries, you know, like, if, I think everyone's, and I, I see where people are coming from saying, oh, no, it's not league, and oh, how do you police it when there's a guy touching and all that stuff, but... If the rule becomes a bit more mainstream and sort of accepted, then players are going to get, when they hit contact, they're actually going to hold the ball a bit more. Mm. And it's going to, and then you might actually have, stop having those fucking stupid calls, 50-50 calls, where you don't really know if it's been, if he just drops it and they say it's stripped. Mm -hmm. Like, now they're going to actually hold on to it and you really know if it is stripped in a three-man tackle.
1: I just think there's just too much interpretation now. Rugby league, as a sport, the beauty of it is that, does, that there shouldn't be a lot of um, interpretation to the rules. Now, there's this, this sort of the, it's, it should be a black and white calling a game, and this one here is the refs are getting it wrong, and that's I guess that's the main point is that maybe the they just need more practice.
0: Oh, look, look, look. Okay. I can see both sides of this story um, or sides of the fence, but I guess. I'm prepared to keep giving another r- run. And, I mean, I just thought Travis, uh, Trent Robinson was bloody you know, anything, just being a little bit of sour grapes moaning about it. But someone else was whinging about it too the other day. I think it was, oh, Kearney was actually as well. Mm. And we got on the wrong side of it, you know. Yeah. So I'm actually accepting it. I, But I can, look, I'm happy either way.
1: Okay. Fuck um, me, do you know that the Storm... Have scored 529 points and the Roosters have scored 519. When the the team in the eighth spot, the Broncos, have scored 357. The Storm almost 200 more points than the Broncos have scored. Jesus.
0: I don't, I, just, just I don't know what that means. I mean, fuck, I don't care. As long as you win.
1: Yeah, it just shows the golf and
0: just class, I guess. Yeah. Do One you, thing that I think there's a golf. In uh, rugby league, watches at the moment.
1: What do you mean by that?
0: So my charger that I have by the um, by my beard, it's got a bit bit slow. Mm. Does that sometimes happen when you get an old charger? It slows down. Yeah. Yeah. It's so got your phone, so, actually, to be fair. Yeah, oh, I was at my phone again. Anyway, fuck. So <laughs> I noticed that I was taking a long time to charge, and I got real tanked on Friday night and forgot to charge it. So I was always trying to catch up on the Sunday. Sunday. Mm. What I realised is I just put. When the game kicked off, I just put my um, phone in my bedroom and just... Mate, there's got to be a revolution of rugby league watching And People like you and a listener to the show, Stu Pierce, Mate, just put your... You should put your phone away from zero minutes to 40 minutes. List, holding your phone or having your phone near you while you're watching rugby league... Is just... It's just a massive distraction. And you need to sort of put it away... Just focus on the ebbs and flows of the game who's playing well who is uh getting the woolly endpoints the downy endpoints um and I mean as us as uh podcast hosts um you know of a very, fairly popular rugby league podcast look at um that bloke, Bing dingle or whatever name you know he's putting a lot of time and effort in. okay we should be by putting the phone away
1: i right, can't you multitask like how, oh I can't it, it, how different is it to being at the footy with four mates and turning your head and talking to them about what's going on. I don't turn my head. You just talk when you're just watching the game. You
0: know, me. You've been to fucking Kiwi and Warriors yeah. games.
1: For me. Oh, fuck. It's yeah. It is. It is different. Um, it's a different feel. Look, I I I'd like to share my thoughts with people throughout the game. And if yeah, I see, just think, I at think half that, time. Half time's fine. Nah, if I see that Angus Crichton. Is playing much better, starting for the Roosters rather than coming off the bench. And I want to well, share mate, that thought.
0: You are the king of hot takes, though, as well. Like as soon as he makes a break, you go, "Oh, he needs to start." Like it's one
1: break. I he called could... that before he made that break. Thank you very yeah, much. You're a hot um, take. A who doesn't like to hot take in a gamer league? Yeah, I do. I do know what you mean, though. Just purists watching it, and that actually reminds me of recently during the Cricket World Cup and the fact that the games were you know, we were doing all-nighters and stuff, yep. and I was actually in the middle of dry July, and I wasn't drinking at the time, made me appreciate you don't need to drink and watch sport. It's five times better at watching sports sober. The emotion is more real. Well, do you reckon? Absolutely. Now, am I ever going to stop drinking and watching sport? No, because I love to drink. I love to have a beer, and I do love to have a beer and watch league. But if you, if you are talking big game, If you're talking, you know, upper echelon of sport and for your sporting calendar or for the four year cycle, if it's a World Cup here, um, a huge test match or a huge semi final, don't need a drink. Yeah, I mean, you do take
0: it in. I mean, look at Buzz. Maybe that's why he's so hopeless at like making a um, a journalist on our game.
1: Fuck, he he cops some stick, doesn't he? He's a horrible man. (laughs) Um, Okay, we've gone on for quite a while, but. We're in round 22, okay? Every game there's something on it. And we're just going to rattle through all eight for you, okay? And you're just going to give me just a real quick, who do you think is going to win that one? Brookie, Thursday night, Sea Eagles hosting the Tigers. Eagles like, bounce back and demoralize a demoralized Tigers. Tigers season over, so there's definitely there's positions on the line there titans at home in the pub game you would say this is the worst pub game in the history of pub games titan at home to the eels titans can they win yeah it's a yes what it's a yes for me you can't keep losing the nrls it's about streaks they can't keep losing but they are
0: the poorest nrl team we've seen for a long time yes
1: yep and it's not its not the worst roster
0: And I'll tell you, and I think you heard on one of these forms, these pricks that say, oh, look at the Central
1: Coast. It's a full house.
0: Don't buy it. Fucking hell. It's one
1: game. The Titans filled it out for two years before they fell apart. When they had a good team. Broncos at home to the Panthers at the second Friday game.
0: I reckon that. I might even say this is my game of the round. No, sorry. My second game of the round, obviously, Storm Raiders. I'm liking this one. And I'm going to say Panthers. Yeah. Great game, you're right. Maloney's playing with Cleary, yeah. maybe this one.
1: Super sad day, game one, Knights at home to the Cowboys.
0: Jeez, that's actually got a bit on it. Just in terms of just two mediocre sides, who's <laughs> going to be
1: Knights? Flog them, don't they? Yep. That's basically your, your 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 lock of the week, and then we've got Storm Raiders. Storm at home to the Raiders.
0: Wow. Oh. I still remember 2016 semi final was a great game of football, and uh, wow, the Raiders lose that, and they just, they just show they're just way off the pace, aren't
1: they? Aren't I they? remember way but, off, but I remember the Raiders going down on a Monday night four or five years ago, and Blake Ferguson was at the centre and just terrorising the Storm. Yeah, yeah,
0: but Blake Ferguson was playing, mate. Sorry, Storm. But, yeah, Storm.
1: Rabbitohs, Bulldogs. What do you think of the Rabbitohs yesterday? Uh, it wasn't the team that they'll, you know, no Sammy, no. When's Alec Johnson coming back? They just... God, it was oh,
0: players.
1: But again, they, they pushed the storm pretty I well know. to the end. Guys like Cameron Murray. I think Reynolds has injured himself. Four or five weeks ago, I thought the Bunnies were the team to beat. They yeah, are yes. limping. They are limping for me. They, they just... They got, are, but
0: it's a good time of the year to limp, I guess.
1: No, it's, this is, that's the opposite of the time. You don't want to be limping around 22, mate. Uh, mate, you don't want to be limping around one of the finals. Yeah, I don't know about the bunnies now. They just have got too many... Like, they've got fucking Adam Dewey at fullback. They've got Corey Allen out there. I mean... Oh, yeah, they some of Dean those Britt bloody starting.
0: wingers. Yeah, our bench uh, forwards. Yeah.
1: Roosters Warriors.
0: Wow.
1: Sorry, Rabbitoh's Bulldogs.
0: Oh, fuck, Rabbitoh's by plenty.
1: Rooster's Warriors. Warriors. <laughs> yep, agree. I agree. Are you actually going to go? Fucking oath, I'm going with Oz Dog. Big fan of the hey, show.
0: Hey, I wonder what the weather will be like. I mean, that's uh, what pub would you drink at first?
1: I would recommend, personally, I'm a Cricketer's Arms fan. Um, oh, yeah. Oz will probably take me some fucking. Place where I need to have gone to a private school and have a leather jacket on, leather patch jacket on. But I don't know. I'll let him. I'll let him guide me. Um, and sharks, dragons, the derby.
0: And I just that. I just don't like those. It's the worst derby in league. I reckon. I'm going to say it now. Yep. Just disgusting. Lots of white people.
1: Down in Toyota Park in the Shire. or
0: Deva over, as I call it.
1: Sharks get that, don't they?
0: Celtics field.
1: Yeah. Off Kefdu. Celtics Field with Danny Lee and Mitch Healy. And Paul Green? Paul, Paul Green and On Eddie Geld. David Trueller. Reek? Matthew Reek? Nah, Matthew Reek's bit part bit post there.
0: Oh yeah. Oh the Celtics Field era, yeah. okay. Davidson. Yeah, after um after Rabidos. Uh who was there, Nathan
1: Long was after that? Yeah, that's that's in the that's in the the Reebok era, I like to call it yeah quite. with Tara Nikow Richie Barman is Al McPherson's
0: McFerden, old man the chairman or something uh, not sure pretty sure he was but you've got to go look up Grant Young mate
1: I do um, we've gone on for well too long this is um, it's basically semi-final week every week out here and then we I'll see you the week after this this time next week I will be we've got a bit of a lads trip down in Melbourne so there'll be, yeah, there'll the league be some league
0: there. watch then I wonder if there's any good games
1: um, I'm looking ahead, and I'll say yes, there are. There's plenty. Um, yeah. Until then, let's get back on Sunday. this Sunday I need to need to do my Sunday tips. All
0: right. Yep. Okay. So, <laughs> you gotta love your league. See you, boy. Straight out Beastie loves the low You know what they say About playing the game You can't hear it today I said now